Sir Snippet Series is sponsored generously by the Saka family in memory of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka, whose 50th year site is in January. And tonight's uh, snippet is dedicated to my friend Jimmy Saka. Mazel tov on his first hole-in-one yesterday. Kane Yerbo, I understand he's sponsoring Kiddush in honor of it. I don't know what you serve at a hole-in-one Kiddush, but may he have many more. Last night of mezuzah. The first paragraph of Shema concludes... We see that having a mezuzah is an expression, a manifestation of Kabbalah Salmachu Shemayim. It contributes to the theme of that opening paragraph, namely a mindfulness, a submission to the fact that there is a Hashem, one Hashem. We spoke last night, the tour who makes this promise, tour tells us that a person who is a scrupulous and vigilant called Zoyerba, Yarichu Yamav, Vimei Bonav. If we're careful with mezuzah, we have a proper and a kosher mezuzah in the right place in our home, we will have longevity. Difficult to understand, we suggested last night, it doesn't necessarily mean quantitatively, but perhaps it means qualitatively. But the tour goes on and says something even stronger. Tour says, Not only is your life protected, not only will you live, not only will you have longevity, you ready for this? Your house will also be protected. And so on. So the Beis Yosef wonders, Rav Yosef Karo, in his commentary on the tour called Beis Yosef, he wonders, Gedola Mizu? Is there something more precious than life? Is there a greater promise? A greater reward? If you hang a mezuzah on your home, if you invest and you buy a proper mezuzah, a high-quality mezuzah, you'll live a long life. But you know something even better? Your house will be undamaged. Your house will be safe and secure. Your house will withstand the wind, the rain, the hurricane. Your house is good to do. That's Gedola Mizu, asked the Beis Yosef. Is a shmira on a bias, protection of a home greater than protection on life? So the, two, the Beis Yosef gives two answers. Number one, How long you live is a hidden miracle. Nobody knows the original calculation of how long we were meant to live. And maybe it was extended due to our commitment to mezuzah. But our home being protective, if the home is without mezuzah, suffer damage. And the home with mezuzah is protected and secure, then that's a revealed miracle. And when God does a revealed miracle, it's even greater. That's the first possibility. The second is, Shmira Because when God protects our home, it's the inverse, it's the opposite of the way it normally works. Normally, the king, the royalty, is on the inside. The guards protect him from the outside. Here, God, the king of kings, says, you rest comfortably inside, and I, the king of kings, will protect you on the outside. It's the inverse, the reverse of the way it normally is. And maybe, says the Beis Yosef, that is the Gedola Mizu, that we shouldn't take for granted. Lock your door at night. We live in a time, you shouldn't leave your door unlocked. But we should know that having the mezuzah on the doorpost also welcomes and brings the presence of the Almighty and that our home is guarded. People put a little sign, the alarm company, whether you activate that alarm or not, invest in the sign, the thief doesn't know. But the mezuzah is also a sign. This home is protected by the Almighty. Skip, go to another one. This one has a force field of godliness, of divine protection around it, and that's the Gedola Mizu. Perhaps that is what is even greater. The Ramban writes 
the Ramban writes in Shmos Perak Yigimel and Parshas Bo, the Ramban writes that the mitzvah of mezuzah is zechel yitzias mitzrayim. Strange. Where is mitzrayim? What does that have to do with the mezuzah? Where do you see that in the Torah? The Torah likens tefillin. Torah talks about many other mitzvahs that we have that commemorate the miracle of the Exodus. What's the connection? Wonders the Grizz, wonders the Briskarov. What is the connection between mezuzah and leaving Egypt? The Briskarov answers, what's inside the mezuzah? The Shema. And what name for God do we use consistently? Elokeinu. We don't say Elokim, God, the theoretical, the abstract, the conceptual. We don't talk about a God. We talk about our God. When did he become our God? When did he intimately involve himself in our lives? When did he reveal his hand that he's not just aware of our lives, but intervening and interceding in it? When he took us out of Mitzrayim, Torah there tells us the reason he did it with such pomp and circumstance is so that we would know for all time that he didn't create a world and move on, but he remains involved in our life continuously. So in that Shema, inside the mezuzah, the use of the word Elokeinu, he's our God. He's involved in our life. He cares about our life. He's protecting our life. So our job is not only to touch the mezuzah, but to make sure the mezuzah touches us. And that's what the Ramah writes there in Yoridea, in Simon Reish Pehei. He writes, Nesinasa betefach achitzon, the mezuzah belongs on the outermost tefach. So if you have a doorway, if you have a threshold, which is wide, often it is, that doorpost, the mezuzah should be on the first tefach. Some people think they like it to look symmetrical. So they put it right in the middle. Your decorator might be very disappointed, but it's not where it goes. The Ramah Paskins, it goes in the first tefach of the doorway. Why? Because you want it as external as possible, because you want as much of the house being within the mezuzah, protected by the mezuzah as possible. It says the Ramah, quoting to the Ma'aril, we don't have a makor, we don't have a source for kissing the mezuzah. In fact, if Corona taught us anything, perhaps we should not all take turns kissing the very same mezuzah. But the Ramah quotes the practice, the minog, the Ramam, the same, is not to kiss the mezuzah, but to touch the mezuzah. And you say, Hashem Yishmur Tzaisi, may God protect my going out. When you enter the home, once again, we touch the mezuzah. Person should pause, be mindful, think the values, the messages, the ideas, the ideals inside that mezuzah. Love and compromise, commitment, devotion, submission, surrender, a commitment to, to accept Hashem. And lastly, when we roll up the mezuzah, what goes on the outside? We have a Kabbalistic custom, universal. On the outside of the mezuzah is the name of God. Shin, Dalad, Yud. Why does God have that name? He looked at the world and he said, die. He looked at the world and he said, enough. And perhaps the message is, when we pass that mezuzah and go into our home, whatever's there, whatever's not there, we should invoke that name of God because we too should feel satisfied, die. What we have is enough. What we have is what was designated for us. What we have is what's meant for us. And we should find and be satisfied and happy based on what we have, not what is missing.